vas más. Mi pobre corazón. Estás pegando justo, entiéndelo. Bienvenidos a Te lo juro que no somos una pareja con Rogelio y Adán. Ahora tenemos un programa completamente nuevo para ustedes. Hoy vamos a hablar de varias cosas y vamos a hablar cerca de nuestras vidas. Empezamos con Adán. Adán. Feliz Navidad. Hi, guys. Wow, that was very unexpected. Your Spanish is so good. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, that was very good. I felt like I had on Univision for a second or Telemundo. Listen, dude, honestly, my Spanish announcer voice is I, I feel I feel really good. You should you should be a soccer announcer. Mm. Here's the here's the problem is that I ha I know enough to bullshit it, but I don't know enough where I could actually do it. So I'd be like, y ahora rompe Ronaldinho para la cancha y ahora vamos a ver si va a ver si lo va a meter, va a meter la pelota. Lo golazo. Remember but, when we were at the flea market place in the valley? I mean, I tried to sell you. Well, yeah, <laughs> you failed. But no, some big soccer match was happening and every table we went up to, you were looking at the TV to see what the score was. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. No, I don't. But I, I believe really? that, that is, I, I do believe uh, uh, that that is something that happened because I do like soccer, especially during certain times. So FIFA World Cup or or the Gold Cup when Mexico's playing. Uh, and I we would go to that flea market all the time and everything checks out, but I just don't remember it. That's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new episode of I Swear We're Not a Couple uh, coming at you. Wait, I'm you know, Spanish. You didn't introduce the show? I did, but nobody understood. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm Rogelio Orozco. That is Adan. Uh, and uh, follow, <laughs> us all of our, follow us on all our socials at Not a Couple Show. And uh, I got a text last night from Adam said, okay, when, you do the, when you're done with the introductions, turn mm -hmm. it over to me. And yes. so- Here I am. So I was watching a phenomenal documentary last night. And I know what your reaction is going to be when I tell you, which is why I wanted to save it for when we're recording. And I didn't want to text it to you. So about a month ago, I was talking to Julianne and she says, have you watched the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube? Ugh. And I said, no, but I plan on it. And then randomly last night one of paris hilton's songs popped into my head as is you know the case with being a gay guy in your 30s and i thought that's what i'm going to do tonight roger it was fantastic it will completely change your mind about everything you think about her and i am so happy i watched it and i recommend what? everybody watch it so what's it on it's on youtube for free okay. um and it's called this is paris How long is it? Uh, hour and a half. Hour, hour 40. Okay, so what is it? What does it entail? Uh, by the way, uh, you're you're absolutely right. I I I can't. I know. I, I know. Jeanette had the same reaction when I told her a, a couple hours ago, and I said, "Listen, I know you're never going to watch it, but it was a lot better than what I thought it was going to be, and changed a lot of my views about her." I I understand that that to some degree she is uh, a product of TMZ or a, a victim of TMZ and all the paparazzi and uh, she became super famous had a lot of money was this semi beautiful white woman uh, mm -hmm. who who was I mean that I I get all that but but you 
you can take active steps to not be an asshole, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, and I, Lord knows if I ever will. I always take every documentary that I watch with a grain of salt because always. Who was, Absolutely. Who was EP? I don't know. I, I would be shocked if it wasn't um, if it wasn't Paris Hilton. What I'm saying is that even, uh, of course, if Paris Hilton or if there is a documentary done and if she has any creative control over it, it's going to paint her in a much better light. And she's well known for being an asshole for a lot of her young life. Yeah, so she's yeah. going to try to do her best to salvage any little bit of her of a reputation that she can. What's it called? A night in Paris. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna Google a night in Paris. No, it's called This Is Paris, and she oh. touches on that too. She had a lot of trauma as a kid, and I I feel for her. But I wanted sure she- to, wanted mm-hmm. to share it with you, and I appreciate it. And and the trauma that she experienced is of no fault of her own. I uh, you know it's no, funny this you is mentioned- before she was famous. Right. No, I understand. Uh, and that and that fed and uh, probably influenced a lot of her decisions and Absolutely. her life. And still of does. Course. It always does. And it always will. She'll, that's something she'll always carry with her. Trauma is, is an awful, awful thing that people have to deal with. But I I just can't I, I can't stand her. And I feel sorry for her. I feel bad for her. But to some degree, it's like, OK, she's she's got a million dollars. And that's hot. Yeah, exactly. And and she's a white privileged woman. Like but the I'm way not... her real speaking voice is sounds like me. Oh, I'm sure she's I'm sure it's wonderful. I, I think that that if it were a a documentary about a, a a woman who who experienced a lot of trauma in her life and it was a woman of color and she, you know, in the Midwest and blah blah blah, I feel I would feel a little more sympathetic. Uh but I cannot bring myself to really cry a river for her. Oh, I'm not. I'm, crying, I'm not crying a river for her. She, the, the woman makes a million dollars every time she DJs somewhere. So I'm not. I'm. I'm not crying for her at all. I just. It did paint her in a different light. And mm-hmm. if anybody has ever been a fan of hers or has been curious about her over the past god twenty years, I suggest watching it. Disgust. A woman directed it. Ugh. Thirteen producers too. Oh well, I I would be shocked if if one of them was. I'm looking online to see By if the I way, can her find her aunt it. Kyle Richards from she was used to be on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills looks fantastic, and her no sister Nikki done? is a bitch. Sorry, I'm going on record. Nikki Nikki Hilton. I don't know who that is. Nikki Hilton. She uh, love how we say Hilton and not Hilton. Hilton. Well, yeah, we it's a guttural T. I, 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 whatever. Oh, she's the Rothschild too, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, she married, she, she married into more money. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not very learned, but Patoon has too, a, it's a lot of money. A director, Alexandria, Alexandra Dean, uh, stars. Right. Uh, let's, let's come on. Where are the producers? Give me the goddamn producers. Go Show to IMDb. I'm, I'm on IMDb. Uh, company credits details. Oh my God. It's like watching a grandfather trying to figure out how to use all of this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen producers, including Paris Hilton. Of course. There you go. So that's, I mean, that's all you have EP to say. EP was Eli Holtzman. Okay. That's a lot of production. Oh, he's worked on Leah Remini, Scientology and the aftermath. Oh, I like him. Okay. Well, look, I'm sure it's a gr- I'm sure it's a a uh, good documentary. It seems like it's got decent reviews. I don't think I'll ever watch it because I could barely stand her. I know. I know. This but is why I'm, I didn't want to tell you last night because I was I knew this was going to be a reaction. But 
maybe some of our listeners would be curious about it. And I definitely recommend it. And I'm I'm glad that you bring things like this to the show because I honestly would never ever touch upon this because this is completely out of my wheelhouse. But you're right; some of the listeners out there may have had some interest in Paris Hilton and and want to learn a little bit more about her mm-hmm. and her relationship mm-hmm. with Ray J, mm-hmm. who was the co-star of One Night in Paris. Right. And then when I finish that, I love YouTube sometimes. Oh my God. I, t- tell me about it. I've I been just, on a YouTube kick. Oh, I just, I, and I forget when I'm always like, do I want to watch Lucifer? I mean, I always want to watch Lucifer. But I'm like, do I want to watch Lucifer tonight or do I just want to watch something else? And I never think to go to YouTube because they take what you watch over time and then they give you recommendations. So there's these um, videos of Top of the Pops, which was like the British American bandstand kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, guests would come on, they would sing their their song, blah, blah, blah. And they would always do these year-end shows, similar to Solid Gold and and what have you. So they had like 84 through 88, my favorite period from the 80s. It was so much fun. And I watched it for about two hours before going to sleep. So I may have to watch more of that tonight. What's it called? Top of the Pops. Top of the for Pops. Free? Yeah, it's for Yeah, yeah. On YouTube? Mm-hmm. Top I love, yeah. I, I've been on a, a YouTube kick recently. I just love just it. Been, I just watch, you know, there's, there's a bunch of other little series and I, I, I like technology a lot. So I'll, I'll watch a lot of reviews on phones and computers and, and all this other sort of shit. But, uh, I, I don't realize it, but 15, 20 minutes is gone just mm-hmm. watching YouTube mm-hmm. and, and it's exactly what I want. I, I don't want a story. I don't want any background. I just want to come in, watch it and, and then right. walk away. Right. Uh, which is exactly great, which is exactly great, which is exactly what I want. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. You're um, welcome. Thank you for letting me vent. Well, this is your show too, by the way. This is Boy, our show. Goddamn kids, too. I went birdcage. You went uh, Mrs. <laughs> Doubtfire. Uh, I wanna, I wanna start out with uh, saying thank you so much to to our listener, uh, Jay, all of our listeners, but in, in particular Jason. So the good Jason, not the good Jason. Jason. Yeah, Jason Singer. Who, who I haven't uh, heard from, the grumpy Jason. I haven't heard from him in a while. I hope he's okay. He's fine. He and Elisa are away this weekend. Oh, good. On a rescheduled uh, trip to Cape May. Oh, how lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the good Jason, um, a few episodes back, we talked about he was going to write, or he he did write a few intros and a few yes. little jingles for our, yep. our show, and he sent them back to us. So he, he did one, two, three, five. He did six different themes which oh, I'm so use. excited to hear. I haven't heard them yet. I was waiting for you to play them while we were recording because I wanted to be surprised. So I I only heard them very briefly just to make sure that they sound good on, on the iPad and, mm-hmm. and, and bring them up. But but uh, this is you're going to get my first real uh, which we got, reaction to this as well. Oh, OK, uh, great. I, I, I fully anticipate uh, to bring these into the fold, much like we, we bring. <laughs> and. In case you guys were missing that one today, and you corner. I'm just going through every single one of them that we have. <laughs> bring Let's out the helmets <laughs> and bring out the bed. Oh, yeah. those fucking crickets! Yeah, yeah. This is only gonna strengthen the Jewish Mexican <laughs> relationship even more. Okay, I think we have one, a couple more. Oh, this, this is, episode uh... <laughs> of I swear we're not a couple is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't Turn heard it about off. Anchor. All right, and then uh, finally, uh, we might have to. Br- I'm, I'm going to stop that one because we're going to have to bring it that up a little bit later. Yes, 
All right, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> this is I Swear We're Not a Couple theme song number one by Jason Singer. You look at him, you look at me, you think we're more than a team. No, you're not a troll, I swear we're not a couple. <laughs> Cute. Wow. Very fun little jaunty. So you look at him, you look at me, you think we're more than a team. No, you're not in trouble, but I swear we're not a couple. I love it. Bing, bing. Very, very 70s, like 70s sitcom. Very fun. That's quite, that's very cute. Very right. cute. Intro, I like that. Intro, uh, so that's theme song one. I guess intro one is, is something that we could play while we're kind of just shooting the shit. As I swear we're not a Don't loop. I like that, uh, that one. Was, yeah, that's fun. A lot, he's, I, I think he's uh, a little bit more my type of music than your type of music, Adam. He's a little more rock. Um, I'm a little more rock and roll. I'm a little more country, yeah. Right, I know you should have gone first, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> this is a intro to Jew Corner, so there are no vocals on this one. Uh, I have to add in your vocals, but I wanted to hear just the, the pure... <laughs> instrumental of it and then if Jason, you feel god bless you for your effort with this sweetheart no kidding no kidding god, thank you so really, much thank you god bless you okay I'm ready. i can't imagine anybody taking more than three minutes to, <laughs> he's put more to, work into our podcast than i have <laughs> yeah honestly he probably put a little more work than i have as well uh okay here we go so this is the intro to Jew corner if the spirit moves you adam feel free to uh to to, to bring in the lyrics here we go okay I like it. Yeah. I like it. I just have to figure out where I'm going to put in the dun 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 uh, I think I, I think that's instead of the so <laughs> I think you would take out the dun 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 and just and go you would corner. Just, yeah. Ju- yeah, at the end so Jew corner. Perfect. Perfect. I like Love that. It. He's yeah, a talented nice. one. Very talented. Very he, talented. Does he know what, what he wants to go to? Because he, God bless him. What a mensch. He he emailed us and he the first thing he did is he apologized for, for not getting us. Boy, he has, who has been raised the right way. Yes. <laughs> for not getting us these songs earlier. Uh-huh. Uh, because get this. I've been busy applying to college. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm trying to map out my future during a global pandemic. I'm sorry it took me so long to get these to you. Really, what a mensch bubble. And he wasn't being and he wasn't being a sarcastic asshole. He was no. genuinely sorry mm-hmm. that he didn't get us mm-hmm. these songs earlier. Thank you so much, Jason. Okay, uh, so there's another one. It's called okay. Two Corner Two. Ooh, okay. Oh man, I feel like feel like old Jimi Hendrix on that one. I felt the earth move under my feet. Let's try that one again. Here we go. Jukorna. <laughs> I, I think something like that, right? I think you. <laughs> uh, I like the first one a little better. I do too. Um, I think I think it's a, it's a little more in line with with the theme. Oh, uh, sorry, with the feeling of mm, the mm-hmm, segment. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, fan mail intro. Look at Ooh, that. This okay. one, brand, brand new segment. He already has a theme song. Here we go. You've got mail. Oh my God. I love it. 
I love it. My favorite one, hands down, so far. Oh, that's we have genius. To, we have Jason. to use that for milk call. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You've got mail. Perfect. Uh, perfect. You nailed it right on the head with that one, wow. Jason. Uh, and this, well, this listeners, you have to be sending us things for us to play <laughs> to play that one though. So get to it. So I'm I'm waiting. I feel I'm feeling a package coming along soon. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> I feel I don't know. I, I my my male uh, tingly sense is tingling. Your spidey my male senses. Sense, well, my male sense is tingling. Well, mine is always I, tingling, but we're in the yeah, middle I, of a pandemic, so. Right. I don't think it has anything to do with mail. Uh, <laughs> the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> All right. So this one is outro, and I think um, this is just instead. Uh, he gave us an intro and an outro, so this is just for us. Okay. To talk shit over. I feel it. I like it. I like this. Yeah. Well, so let's give it a shot. Here we go. Well, let's uh, let's pretend. Let's pretend that this is the end of the show. Okay. Well, uh, Adam, that was uh, what 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 that a, was what a Actually, if it were the end stump. of the show, it would be. Yes, that was really good. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm so sorry you had to hear Adam pass out, but uh, I guess that's what we get with with him. Mm-hmm. Please follow us on all our socials at uh, I swear we're not a couple. Yeah, that sounds good. I like that a lot. I feel like I've been transported to Woodstock. Yeah, I, I, the I mud dig it. And the and the dirty people. Uh, yeah, disgusting. I like a clean concert. Not that I'm going to be going to one anytime soon, but I like it when it's clean. I don't want to be in a mm-hmm. mud field in the rain. Ugh. Well, funny you should mention that because <laughs> uh, so. Jason, thank you so much. Yes, I, I love I, these. I, I derailed myself. Yes, no, Jason, that's okay, thank you. They're I, fantastic, and we can't wait to use them on the show. Uh, and I, yeah, this is this is going to be really great. And if you have uh, any of the other listeners out there would like to have any of their music featured on the show, get, send us send us your single. Fine, everybody's dropping a single nowadays. Why not? We'll play it on here. Send us your EP. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so you were saying that you're not going to go to any concerts anytime soon. I, I disagree. Did you heard? I'm, I'm assuming you heard the big news, the big potential news uh, over the week about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. The uh, so, if you haven't been following the news very closely, Pfizer came out and said that the preliminary results of their testing and data uh, seems to support the f- uh, idea that their vaccine is ninety percent effective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which if all of that is correct and true and honest and continues to be the case. Um, and they can pump out those, those, those vials vaccines quickly enough. It sounds like, and people are willing to take them. It sounds like sometime mid next year, things are going to start to go back to normal. Uh, well, not here in New York because we won't be getting the vaccine. And why is that? Um, because the president and governor Cuomo don't get along. And Governor Cuomo of New York said that he would like it to really be vetted, which the thing has been in production for eight months. It took the polio vaccine how long to be made? I'm still waiting and the community is still waiting for an HIV vaccine 40 years later. Not rushing to to get it. So Governor Cuomo of New York said we really want to have it vetted by third party scientists and blah, 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 and check the validity. So in his press conference yesterday... President Trump said that New York will not be getting it in the first round because 
um, it's not going through the testing thing. They're not testing it, I guess. So whatever. I'm not going to get it uh, anyway. I'm sorry. I'm not rushing to get the first round of it. So that was my question to you is, no. is how, how far, okay. What is it that you would need to see or hear uh, or read in order for you to a take it and feel safe about it? And what is the first thing you're going to do when that's uh, we'll, we'll, we'll table that one. Just tell me, tell me, what do you need to feel to feel safe? Um, I would love everybody in the cabinet and the Senate and Congress to get it first on camera. And then we can watch them like the Truman show to see if there are any adverse effects. Right. And, well, like they're going to immediately just turn into a zombie right in front of the, uh, the camera or and, uh, die or drop dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. We gave you the cyanide. Our bad. Uh, <laughs> Here, try this. Try this one. Uh, I, I am a little, uh, I'm not an anti-vaxxer by the way. I, I am the no, furthest no. person from it. You get yes. the measles shot and the mumps and rubella and everything. Tetanus, get them all. The flu shot I'm a little uh, about because I know it doesn't give you the flu, but the only time I've ever been so, so sick in my life were the three times I had the flu shot. Uh huh. So, so I, I think that, uh, it, a few things for me, mm-hmm. one is I signed up to volunteer for Pfizer to get the, to, to be part of the trial. And oh, you I never signed up for that. operation warp speed. Great. Yep. Yeah. Well, actually, Pfizer, know, if I'm not know, mistaken, know, is not part of I'm Operation kidding. Warp Speed. Moderna I, is. I was being an asshole. What else is new? So I was. But don't uh, worry. Uh, the president told everyone in the press conference in the Rose Garden yesterday that it's because of Operation Warp Speed that Pfizer is where they are. Well, you, you know, I, right. <clears throat> to, <clears throat> to some, they did not accept any federal government money. Uh, but I will say that that. If the other companies weren't working on it so quickly, Pfizer probably wouldn't have been, you know, they maybe dragged their feet just a smidge. But but you want to be you want to be the first one if you're one of these big uh, pharmaceutical ones, because, I mean, as you saw, their stock just went completely through the roof. And I I don't know if it is or isn't. I I I have my people who my people uh, I have people (laughs) in the in the general thing in the general world that I trust and believe. I'm a, I'm a Fauci fan. I like Dr. Fauci. Uh, and I believe that if he, even if he has stock in one of these uh, pharmaceutical companies, if he comes out and says, hey, this is safe, I'm going to feel okay. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to be one of the first ones to get it. You know who is going to be the first ones to get it is going to be the doctors. I mean, that's going to well, be the, fr- it, the right, front first, line. First responders, right, essential workers, and, and rightfully so if they choose to get it. Yeah. Right. And uh, now I think that and then and then you will see that it's probably fine. Mo- most likely it will be fine. I am a little uh, cautious with the idea, with the fact that it was created. Let's see. It came around <laughs> February, March, April, May, mm-hmm. June, July, mm-hmm. August, September, October, November. It's eight months. So it, yeah. it is, as you as you mm-hmm. said earlier, if everything continues to go the way it's going, it will be the fastest a vaccine has ever gone from like creation to production to deployment ever in the history of the of the world right um which in of itself has its own risks mm-hmm. right you have it, it could possibly backfire and it could it could actually make you more susceptible to coronavirus mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. all those other things and and you have you know i think the the record before this one if this does actually take the record was the uh i think the polio, polio one was yep. 
uh, yeah. And that was five years, five, like it, it, it's unbelievable how long it takes, which lends credence, <laughs> I think a little bit to conspiracy theory, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, it was this, was this developed in a lab or was this not developed in a lab? And if it, if it was developed in a lab, look at that, how, how quickly we were able to do you make want, this vaccine. Do you want to know why they're able to make it so quickly? Uh, go ahead, doctor. There's no money in coronavirus. There's no money in it. Everyone in the United States can get Mm. tested for free unless you're getting an antibody test. There's no money in it. It's not like cancer or HIV or one of these other terrible diseases or immune disorders. There's so much money in it. So they figure, eh, we'll make it. We'll be the first. Everyone will applaud. And then great. The reason why it takes so long usually is because they have to see what the long-term effects are. Right. So yeah, okay, 90% of people, or it's 90% effective, great. But what about a year from now? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be an annual thing like the the flu? There's already different strains of of the novel coronavirus out there mm-hmm. from, from the spring to now. So is it an annual thing? Like I'm going to go to the pharmacy for a flu shot and a COVID shot? or And what happens two or three years from now? Honestly, what I was hearing when I'm, and, and when I'm impotent, I think that again, nothing to do with the coronavirus shot. Um, <laughs> I think that was present beforehand. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I think that that there's who knows how this is going to unfold, but I have I, I feel like I need that little glimmer of hope. I need that oh, little. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you. I need that ray of sunshine, as Madonna would say. Uh, uh, that was uh, ray of light. Right. I need a little ray of sunshine. And so I feel that that I'm hopeful in that it was not backed by the government uh, because of for political purposes. And I'm hopeful that there are no adverse effects other than the the immediate side effects, which are apparently, according to takers of it, uh, a bad hangover. Uh, oh, well, I have so, that every day anyway. So Right, right. It's going to be no problem for you. If anything, you'll feel better. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take a probiotic in the morning and a Tylenol and I'll be just fine. A couple <laughs> of fist sticks and great. Eh, you'll be fine. Yeah, it's nothing Nothing you haven't done before. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, Every day of this week, by the way. Right. God bless you. Mm-hmm. I we'll see we'll see uh people are saying that they're they may just mix it in with the with the flu shot with the yearly flu shot and you can just go in and get one because uh, oftentimes I mean the when you're I used to be a preschool director and so kids would have to give me their immunization records I remember they, you telling me about this yeah right so they lump a lot of them together MMR is actually three of them it's measles mumps rubella th- thank you okay well not everybody went to I pharmacy a, school I was a pharmacy technician in high school not Thank you. Did you see how I how I predicted that you were going to say that? But not everybody in the that, yeah. in our listenership went to pharmacy school. I did not go to pharmacy school. I got paid minimum wage to count pills. Pharmacy pharmacy school dropout. <laughs> dude. Where is my Viagra? Okay. Um. I actually did think for a short time to become a pharmacist, but boy, it's a lot of school. Yeah, it's a lot of school. It's a lot of school. It's a lot of yeah. just whatever. But I mean, if if and it could make my, so. my yeah, well, I would fucking hope so. You would hate to mix up the blue ones with the red ones. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to shake out. Mm-hmm. And if we have to take it every year, fine. I think I think that that if because the entire world market, obviously, as everybody knows, has been turned upside, flipped, turned upside down. Um, so I'd like to take a minute, just sit right here. 
and tell you how I became the prince of COVID-19. I was thinking uh, more upside down by Diana Ross, but go ahead. Gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, very. Uh, But I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And and I'm I'm very hopeful that that this is the thing. And I understand that there's going to be not. I mean, you just said it right now that you're not going to be the first one to to go and and roll up your sleeve. I will. You know, uh, of course, I'll probably end up getting cancer a a year from now. And and then that's where everybody gets the money. Right. That's where you smart. Oh, guys, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories next week, which I'm so excited about. But wow, you're really starting to sound like some of the people in my family. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, and and, and that's where you make the money. And and wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you trust Big Pharma so much. They really are just looking out for us. I, I I love them. I'm gonna yeah. get me some AstraZeneca. I'm gonna get me some. Uh, Just don't oh, ask for one? insulin. Very expensive. Well, no, I got to go to Canada to get that. Um, <laughs> did you hear uh, last last bit about the coronavirus? <laughs> did you hear? Uh, I think it was Sweden, uh, one of those Sweden? Norwegian, uh, yeah, one of the Norwegian countries, uh, had to literally murder their entire mink population. Yes, because <laughs> because of the coronavirus. So there was a mutation in the in the mink population of that country <laughs> and it it was transmissible to humans just... and so they had to <laughs> literally uh, uh, kill millions upon millions upon millions of minks so <laughs> it's just the way you worded it i i feel terrible i don't i, I don't love the idea of animals being killed unless they're going to end up on my plate but 17 million minks now were they going to be turned into coats oh duh I, I mean what else do you use a mink for right right uh, boy, can't sweden catch a break it was denmark by the way my uh, bad whatever so, it's not the same thing right that's what it's tomato said. tomato uh, something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Adam. Can you, <laughs> yes. can you, can you imagine like what, can you imagine having that job mink murderer and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just having actually just- Roger? Yes, I can imagine because I've had every fucking job there is. And yes, I, <laughs> yes. If things get shut down again here in the city with TV and film production, yes. If I have to sign up to become a mink murderer, then I will do whatever I have to do to get my McDonald's breakfast on the weekends. Yes. Uh, good. Good morning, Adam. How, another day at the office. Yeah, I just had a had a murder. A few more minks uh, uh, slaughtered a whole family today. Uh, God, my my feet are killing me. <laughs> Maybe I, I finally I, invest in some good sneakers. Right, you you can't you can't, you can't wear floor shimes at the, no, uh, at the mink factory. No, it's something that's water resistant too, because of the blood. And yeah, right, blood resistant, mm-hmm. uh, mink blood resistant. Uh, I mean, like I can only imagine that they're that they're. Uh, this is a little morbid, but how how do they kill that many minks? Like, do they just? <clears throat> they're probably gassed. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, they probably they probably rang, they wrangle probably them up and, and then burned. Yeah, and then the COVID's flying to... up in the air, which is fine. You know, I would Whatever. imagine like a flame, like a flamethrower. Like you got uh, some oh, guy yeah, who's got him up. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, he's got a cigar in his Valentine's mouth. Valentine's Day he... massacre. Yeah. Yeah. Put him up. Hey, get over here, you minx. <laughs> Your days are numbered, minky. <laughs> <laughs> get on your mink knees and tell me you love me. <laughs> wow, we lost everybody. What a what an intro. What a first oh, 30 minutes, huh? 
I bet you Jason is so happy that we played all of his music. I bet you, you know, he's probably like applying to schools for music and he's like, oh, hey, you know, like he's sending the, his tapes to the admission board. He's like, I was featured on this podcast called his I tapes. Swear We're Not a Couple. His Just tapes. don't listen to the mink. Just don't yeah. listen to the mink talk. Stop at the 28 minute mark. <laughs> Nothing happens. The show ends. Uh-huh. Oh, but sir, it says an hour and 43 minutes here. Uh-uh. Shh, 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 shh. No, 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 no. Just, uh, oh, just don't God. worry about it. Fuck me. That's so funny. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never worn a mink, by the way. Uh, this may surprise you. Uh, I'm shocked. Dolores, it's mink. It's purple pur- mink. It's purple mink. It's his wife's coat. 15 and 17 million mink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Poor things. Okay. All right. Can we move along? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I wasn't even that wasn't even the beginning of of conspiracy theory uh, <laughs> talk because we're gonna hopefully have on listener Laura, yes, uh, and and candy maker extraordinaire Laura because I feel like I hope she listens to this episode before she comes on so she can so we can touch base about all of this crazy crazy talk. Uh, okay, Jason's uh, vaccines. I would I have a story. Um, mm-hmm. So here, hold on. Before we get there, let's um, pay tribute to where it needs to be paid. This is Jeopardy. <laughs> well, forget the Jeopardy part, just Jeopardy. Um, this past weekend uh, on Sunday, Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy for 30 plus years, uh, passed away. He lost his fight with uh, pancreatic cancer. And just the tributes have been pouring in from everybody who's who was a fan of the show, who's worked with him. And uh, it's so he, sweet to see everybody coming out and in support. He really was a very loved man. He he really was. I mean, he was sassy as as all get out, um, especially to a lot of the contestants who are just complete numb nuts. But he always had these quips and was very quick and very witty um, and very kind. I, I, I want to tell a story, but I don't know, Adam, if I'm allowed to tell a story, if I'm going to get in trouble. Um, from, nobody from nobody listens to the show, so it's okay. Okay. That's what I, that's what I thought you were going to say. I just wanted to double check with you. Uh, it's no secret that Adam used to work on Jeopardy. Um, what was your position there? Uh, special projects coordinator. So a gopher, essentially. <laughs> yes. Well, honestly, what the job was supposed to be was I would help the special projects director, whatever her title was, or still is. Uh, so like every time you would come back from a commercial break or, you know, certain daily doubles were sponsored by things, she helped coordinate all of those sponsorships. Okay. So I would help her. But what I usually ended up doing was like organizing Alex's ties. What love? Oh God! Can you imagine? Joss he had a, a lot of ties, a lot of ties, and he he always looked he looked good. Even I mean, to the end, he he looked great. And how wonderful for him to to work. I mean, the guy worked all the way to August. Oh, sorry, October 29th. Mm-hmm. We have we have Jeopardy's new Jeopardy's through Christmas. Um, I guess it's his final gift to us, right? Um, but so Adam used to work for Jeopardy, and uh, Jeopardy would put on a holiday show. And uh, Adam, knowing that I was such a big fan, that I am such a big fan of, of him and uh, of the show, he invited me as his plus one to the to the the holiday uh, party. Uh, also, he didn't have a boyfriend, so uh, he didn't really have anybody else to invite. Yeah, but even if I did, I'm sure they 
whatever boyfriend I had at the time, which I definitely didn't, would not have liked Jeopardy as much as you. So, right, and and I appreciate that you took me. And Heather was green with envy. Uh, she really she also, was. I and I tried huge. to get a plus two, but. No, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so we walk in, and it was at a comedy club in North Hollywood. I think it was the Ha Ha Club, and uh, we walk in, and I'm I'm just buzzing <laughs> with way, energy. Just... It sounds like something from a '50s movie. You're gonna meet me at the Ha Ha Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, no kidding. It was it was very nice. So Adam's like, yeah, we're gonna go watch stand up comedy. I go say what? Yeah, okay. I guess we're gonna go watch stand up comedy. Uh, and I was able to meet. Um, What's his name? Jimmy. I met Jimmy from Jimmy, the, uh, Jimmy McGuire. Yep. Who love, is love him so much. I miss him. A, sw- a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And he and I hit it off and we started talking about sports. I guess he's a Steelers fan. And and he was, I mean, you would have sworn that he was a friend from way back. Every uh, day after that. How's Roger doing? Good. Uh, he's good, Jimmy. Thank you. That makes my heart happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, to, you know, I, I think that he would be a, a, a pretty good replacement for, for Alex Trebek. I, I, personally, I think. But I digress. So anyway, dinner and and he walks in, Alex Trebek walks in, and I mean the guy is was maybe five, six, five, seven. I mean, he's he wasn't a very tall man, no. but he still but but you knew when Alex Trebek walked into the to the room because he's Alex fucking Trebek. So Adam says to, you know, do you want to go over and meet him? I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really nervous. And so he was very kind to me. He's like, Oh, hey, how are you, Rogelio? Nice to meet you. And yes, Adam, this and that. And so I was I was completely starstruck. That's not the story I want to tell. The story I want to tell is I know the uh, story you want to tell. <laughs> so we were we were at the the haha ha club, and so everybody sits down to to watch the comedians. And so what Alex had done is he handpicked a few comedians that he had seen before uh, perform for for the for the whole crew for everybody. And so he tells a story about he how he listened, he watched all of these stand-up comedians before they went on, and he was, I guess, one of the only ones there, and he was just kind of shaking his head. And so he has an interview with them, or he talks to them before right. uh, he hires them, and he says to all of them, okay, guys. And so he's standing up on the on the the in front of the brick wall with a microphone like he's a stand-up com- comedian. And he goes, okay, everybody, um, so you guys are all going to perform for the entire crew at Jeopardy. Um, just want to let you know that this is a family event we don't uh we don't really want you to say many bad words Mm -hmm. we don't want you to go blue we don't want you to really be any anything inappropriate right um and uh just just one more thing um don't fuck it up (laughs) and the the crowd completely lost their shit because alex trebek saying don't fuck it up it, it was one of the if not probably better than my wedding day if i'm going to be completely honest with <laughs> well, Heather's going to love listening to this episode <laughs> heather's going to agree with me if heather were at the haha club in north hollywood and heard alex Trebek tell a bunch of comedians after he said don't perform blue to not fuck it up mm-hmm. uh, she would say that would be her most favorite day of all time also there are some great clips of of alex doing the commercials for phone jeopardy back i think in the late 80s you you could call in and then if you got the answer right, you had a chance to win $1,000. And he was like rehearsing and trying to work out the script and just cursing like a sailor. And it's wonderful. And that's he, really who he was, by the way. He was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Seemed like yeah. a really stand-up guy. So, um, you know, may Alex Trebek uh, rest in peace. He did a lot of work for animals uh, and animal conservation and, and animal rights. He was a 
by all accounts, uh, a really stand-up guy. Every time Adam would come in and, and complain about his work, I don't think he ever once ever complained about Alex Trebek, and I don't think I've ever heard no, any stories, never. no, really negative stories about the guy. He he seemed to be just a really marvelous guy. So um, it was a big, huge loss for anybody who was a fan of the show uh, or even just casually watched it. Uh, and it's it's going to be it's going to be difficult to to replace him. So. This begs the question, Adam, mm-hmm. having worked on the show, uh, who do you think I plead the A fifth. should replace and B is probably going to? Uh, I plead the fifth. Do you know? I don't want to get in trouble, but <gasps> so I plead the fifth. Oh, you dick. No, I don't. I don't. I can't confirm that I know, but I have my suspicions after working on the show and whatnot. And. Yeah. Okay. That was, so that I was know, part of that NDA, which I'm going to honor. So. Oh, you should absolutely honor Although that. NDA. I will say, by the way, and I, this is no confirmation whatsoever, but the fact that Ken Jennings was brought on as a consulting producer for this season may give you nah. a heads up. Okay. No, I, I, here's the thing. I think everybody, everything that I've seen and read is saying just that. So you're you're not I don't think you're breaking any sort of NDA clauses because uh, uh I I think that's where people think the show is going to go. It's going to be Ken Jennings and Ken Jennings after he went on his incredible run of winning I don't know how many millions and thousands of dollars. Right. Uh he he actually had a tri- he has a trivia podcast and so he's very deeply deeply ingrained in the trivia world. He's going to be I on can't... a new show on ABC called The Chase. Yeah. With the uh, other and, and two it, guys from uh, the greatest of all time, yeah, right, Brad and and uh, James, James, right. Uh, I can't stand Ken Jennings. I can't stand him. He looks and acts like a little fucking weasel, and I cannot stand it. And I said to Heather, I go, I don't know. You know, we were watching it last night, and I go, well, I hope you enjoy the last few episodes of, of Jeopardy because. You know, we're probably not going to watch it afterwards. She's like, well, we'll watch one episode. I go, if Ken Jennings is on this shit, I, I don't, I don't think I can do it. And I, and I don't think I'm in the minority. I think a lot of people, diehard fans would agree that, that he's not the best speaker. He's not the best presenter. And I don't think he would do even a half or a quarter of what Alex Trebek does. Nobody can, but but I think choosing Ken Jennings as the next host of Jeopardy would be Jeopardy shooting itself in the foot. Personally, that's what I think. Uh, I, I don't, think I don't go, disagree, by the way. Yeah, I don't disagree at all. The the general right. Thank you. Uh, the the average age of the Jeopardy audience is what? 50? Uh, 63, I think. 63. Yeah. Uh, listen, so, I haven't worked in ratings for a while, so I don't have it in front of me. But mm, yeah, the Jeopardy and Wheel are about Last time I looked, 62, 63. So they're not, they're not young folk. Mm-hmm. And, and the majority, I, I don't think that these older people are going to watch Ken and go, oh yeah, I, I love me some, some Ken Jennings. I mean, the majority uh, of them aren't going to know any different because they probably have dementia and it doesn't really matter. They just put channel they, seven on all day and leave it on. Right. And there's, well then, well, no, 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 no. They put on channel two. And leave that on, and then at set from seven to eight, <laughs> then they tune to channel seven, and then they go back to channel two. Right, right, right America, exactly. America's most watched network, CBS, NCIS. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they should get an unknown. 
personally. I think they should get somebody who doesn't is not really that big on the See, I disagree. You think they should get somebody to, who's well known? Listen, nobody will ever fill his shoes, Alex Trebek, but when you're talking about replacing him on a show that's renewed for the next like two or three years, so it's going to air, you still have ten million people watching at the show every day. You you have you can't just be like, this is Bobby Jones. And everyone's like, wait, what? You need you're gonna to carry it a little bit, you're gonna need a name. I'm sorry. Well, I maybe I think you get somebody who's unknown, but who is spectacular who is absolutely out of this world uh-huh. phenomenal and there's like there have to be hosts there they have to be hosts like that uh around but i i think if you go with the name you already have this preconceived notion <sighs> now i will say hold on i to your credit and to your to your point i think that the price is right uh and is it match game who what's wayne brady on uh let's make a deal Let's make a deal. So I will say, uh, let's make a deal, and the Price is Right both did a really good job. Of Excellent job, those- by the way. They're, it's on oh, every morning in my in my parents' house. Both of them. Yeah. And that's kind of especially Drew Carey. I feel like that was uh, I I can't believe it a home run because you have Bob Barker, right? Everybody knew Bob Barker. Make sure you spay and neuter your your dogs and cats, your pets, right. whatever. Uh, and who who's gonna fill his his shoes when he's gone? Well, Drew Carey came in. And almost quietly, almost uh-huh. like to no fanfare, yep. just has carried that show for mm-hmm. what, the past five, six years now? Oh, I think it's longer than that. Yeah. And nobody- And he and does nobody, a great job. And by the way, when I job. when I watch it, especially this past week, because I've been home, so at, at nine o'clock, my parents watched Kelly and Ryan, and then we, they switched to Channel 2 for CBS- and I, I don't even think about Bob Barker until right at the end because Drew Carey also asks to uh, spay and neuter your pets. Great. And and that's exactly what you he need. He does a I great feel. job, though. Like, not that I don't I miss agree. Bob Barker because it re- reminds me of my childhood, but Drew Carey does a great job. And l- listen, no one will ever be Monty Hall on Let's Make a Deal, but Wayne Brady is great hosting it. Exactly. And so that's why you you kind of need these uh, – uh, celebrity or somebody maybe that that just is super unassuming who isn't going to say unassuming that's the perfect way to describe it yeah but but real but can deliver right who's not trying really hard so somehow what about like wolf blitzer well you know that might not be bad uh so one of like a a a a host or an anchor excuse me like a like a news anchor would probably be a good way of doing it because they need to be quick they need to be able to speak clearly they need to be able to read the prompt teleprompter but also be uh, personal no teleprompter by the way for excuse me for cards. the uh yeah for the host of Jeffrey. Uh, right the cards and be able to be personal at the same time but just enough where it's a vehicle for the questions but they're there but you don't really think about them too much, right? I I don't know. I honestly have no idea. And so I to kind of bring it back around, I don't think Ken Jennings would do a good job at that. I think Ken Jennings would be trying really hard. And honestly, frankly, I think that little pussy would fucking buckle under the pressure. I really, really do. <laughs> Tell like it is. I can't stand the guy. I can't stand. And I was so upset. Tell it on sworn, the mountain. Mm-hmm. You would have sworn that my that the Lakers or the Green Bay Packers just lost in the Super Bowl or in the uh, in the NBA Finals when Ken Jennings won the greatest of all time against James Holzhauer. I'm a huge James Holzhauer fan, and I'm I like Brad Rutter, but the fact that Ken Jennings won just 
I was like, just turn it off. It's over. Like I, I was mm. so genuinely upset and what, uh, God, I hope it's not him. I just hope bring on anybody else other than Ken Jennings. We'll have to see. Cause we're, we're going to have to see. Yeah. And so what do you think they're going to do? By the way, I, I think we also have listeners of, of people who, who used to work at Jeopardy as well. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that we're, we're going to have to see what happens. When do you think they will announce something? Do you think that they will play the rest of the episode <sighs> through, through uh, Christmas and then like starting Boxing Day or I guess uh, December 26th? They'll do like uh, like they did the greatest of for the contestants. They'll just do the greatest of Alex where he's like just really shining moments of, of his career for a few weeks. And then they have a big announcement on like whatever um, ABC morning. I show. honestly don't know, but that's a, actually a really good idea. But when the pandemic hit, I remember saying to my parents, at some point, Jeopardy and Wheel are going to run out of episodes because they – you know, they shoot about two months out, uh, six six to eight weeks out. So at some point they're going to run out. I'm like, you have 35 years or 36 years of episodes. Do like a best of like, here's the first season. Here's our 10th anniversary, our first Celebrity Jeopardy, which they actually ended up doing, which was right. brilliant. And I Great. loved it. Loved it. So ma- those- maybe they do do that. I... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can honestly say I don't, I don't 100% know who the new host is. It's something they've yeah. thought about for a long time there, though. The man was 80 years old. Yeah. You have to have a, a line of succession, if you will, planned out. God forbid something happens. And unfortunately, and fortunately, he was sick for su- such a long time that they had time to plan and prepare for it. Yeah, I mean, even even beyond the pancreatic cancer, the dude would go would have like old. a heart attack yeah. every other year. I mean, the dude was really right. Just, I don't know how he did it, and he lo- he seemed he to love he the show. Um, talk about to the day he died. You can thank really... Lucille Ball for that, by the way. How so? So Alex was hosting a show called High Rollers, I believe it was, and Lucille Ball famously loved game shows and loved being a guest on them. She was like, she was on match game a lot. She was on, um, what's the other one? When you're reading the clues to the person right next to you. Password. Password. She was on password a lot. And so she was on an episode of this high rollers that Alex was like filling in as a host and she really liked him. So then what happened a few years later was Merv Griffin thought, Oh, I'm going to bring back jeopardy. So he was talking to to Lucy. They were friends. And she said, you know, there was that guy that did High Rollers a few years ago. I thought, I think he would be a really good host for the new Jeopardy. And there you go. Wow. Wow. And I'm not he saying it was Lucy that got him the job. But no, she had a lot of pull back in the day. And rightfully so, the queen of television. So, yeah. She's, uh, yeah, no kidding. She, and I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, Alex Trebek wasn't the first host of Jeopardy. He... There was somebody else before he took over. I think it was like a year before Alex Trebek took over. No. I'm wrong? In the current syndicated version, he's been the only host. Premiered September of 84. I'm not going to challenge you, but I thought there was somebody else before him that hosted Jeopardy. Okay. But I guess I'm wrong. I'm not even going to look it up. Why? You can look it up. No, it's fine. It's fine. I trust you. 
See how our friendship works? I trust you. Are you sure? September yeah. 10th, yeah, 1984. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Uh, I, I think that, that it's going to continue on. Um, people are going to continue. The tributes are going to continue to roll in. And this one hurt, man. This one was a, this was a, an ouchie. Yeah. I'm glad he made it to the uh, 37th season. Yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, I think they should do a best of Alex Trebek where he's just either saying genre all the time or he's <laughs> or he's rapping all the episodes where he was rapping. Uh-huh. Uh, and and the the uh, last episode of of him with the mustache and then the first episode of mm. him without the mustache to see what the transition was. Uh, and, and as, as a of- TV research person for a lot of my career, I'm very much looking forward to the ratings from this past week and until his final episodes there. Oh, they're, they're they were going to go through, they're going to go through the roof. So I'm curious. Have, yeah. Cause James Holsauer, when he was there, those ratings were Went up. game mm-hmm. busters. Right. Uh, Cause it was like, will he, won't he beat uh, Ken Jennings record? And also he was just fun to watch. He would destroy everybody, everybody. He made everybody look like little kids until Emma came around, who was again, this quiet, unassuming, mm-hmm. like, player who just destroyed James Holzhauer. And right. there's another conspiracy theory behind around that uh, loss as well. But anyway, uh, they went up through that. And then the greatest of all time had had really good ratings from what I, from yes. what I remember and heard. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, thank you, Alex Trebek. And thank you, Adam, for for bringing me to that party. And uh, you are so welcome, dear. Yeah. Do you have to go pee pee? Uh, yeah, this is a good time to break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back. You are listening to I Swear We're Not a Couple with Adam and Rogelio. He's the one with the cute tush. You know, my ears are starting to look really old. I, I think it's because this podcast is aging them. I, I don't know. I was just washing my hands and I'm like, God, your ears look, your ears look really old. <laughs> I had that realization. Uh, we're back, by the way. This is I Swear We're Not a Couple with Adam and Rogelio. Uh, I had the realization that I'm also getting old when I found gray hairs in my chest hair. Um, mm-hmm. And you, know, you have so few. Uh, 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 I actually, I, I do have quite a bit of chest hair. No underarm hair. Right. Where That's I right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I found a few there. And also I look, I'm looking at the, thank you, Google, by the way, <laughs> sending me my, my memories from many, many years ago. Oh my God. Just, Talk about feeling old. I know my time hop every day. I'm like, God, I was young and happy. Right. Can you, can, you, can you remember those times when you could stand next to each other and not have to worry about spreading a a uh, allegedly Deadly virus? Death? Allegedly, yeah. Don't you love how I keep saying that? People are going to think that I'm a I'm a virus denier when the reality is is I'm I take this shit incredibly incredibly seriously. Yes. Um, this episode is brought to you by J lab J buds. Uh, if you need, if you're in the market for new wireless, don't you love how that actually sounds like? We yeah, that'd be great by, by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, Get I'm, on it. I'm well, I'm trying. I'm referring to the uh, picture I took of myself wearing. I actually did get new wireless headbud uh, earbuds because they were on sale uh, at Target for Black Friday. And uh, I took you a picture Black of myself. Month? Black month. Yeah. Uh, so it's February. Uh, <laughs> It's black history is shit. Oh, sorry. Uh, so I, I, took a, 
I take a picture of myself wearing the new earbuds and a mask and I'm in the classroom and it's like, here's, here's what teaching in a pandemic looks like. And I tag, by the way, uh, nobody that has that accent is actually talking about the pandemic. No, 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 no. Uh, Go ahead. Continue. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I tag J lab because I, you know, I was like, Hey, let's, let's see what happens. Let's just, let's throw that out there and see right. if they bite and, and sure. And, and by the way, it's an awful picture because it's all, bl- it's blurry. It's incredibly blurry. It's focused on the, on the stuff behind on the, me. Instead on the, of the actual. Yeah. No, not even on the butt. On, I know, on the, the stuff like, behind you. Yeah. Right. Like the writing on the wall. Uh, and, and J lab responded with, uh, Hey, at, we're not a couple, uh, not a couple show. Uh, we love your photo. Do you mind if we use it to show off our product? Reply back to this message with hashtag go ahead. If so. And I really wanted to say to them, sure. Just, uh, give, give us a, give our audience a 10% discount for, for mentioning your blah, 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 blah. But I didn't have the balls to do it. Now, are you positive it was actually J Labs and not just a Russian robot? Uh, yeah, it's uh, J L U B. Oh, J Lube. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, that's what I follow, dear. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's got a little blue check mark and, and everything. Okay. No, uh, I saw it. I was actually very excited. That was really cool of them to do. Yeah, so so uh, uh, this episode is brought to you by JLab JR earbuds. If you are in the market for a brand new pair of uh, wireless headbuds earbuds, uh, take a look at JLab. They're forty dollars for the active noise canceling, and if you turn off the active noise canceling, they'll last for ten hours without charging in between. That's JLab JBuds. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We are not affiliated with JLab. <laughs> <laughs> Actor portrayal. Not an actual right. patient. Dramatization. Dramatization. <laughs> uh, we are heading balls deep, fast, into Thanksgiving. Uh, uh-huh. I said to Adam, like, what are we going to talk about this week? And I was like, maybe we talk about Thanksgiving. He's like, no, no, it's too soon. And it's like, oh, actually, by the time people are listening to this, they're probably already driving to wherever they're going to go for, for Thanksgiving. Uh, this month is going by so quickly, by the way. I can't, cannot believe it's the 14th. Yeah, no, it's a little, it's a little uh, scary how quickly mm-hmm. not only the the month has gone by, but the past eight months. I uh, I know. I, I, I still feel like, oh man, summer's gonna roll around right now. I'm like, wait a second, we've we've we we've been through, we blew through it. Summer. I know. It's really scary, but uh, uh, anyway, so Thanksgiving is coming around, and it is my it is my absolute favorite holiday uh, for a few reasons. One is the food. I love eating food. I love I'm I'm a glutton, and uh, I binge eat a lot. And so, a, a holiday that's revolving around uh, being able to just eat all the turkey and pie and sweets and breads and carbs that you ever want is just a match made in heaven. But if you add football to it, I'm even happier. So See, uh, I thought you were going to say that you loved the 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 true story of Thanksgiving so much that the white man came in and destroyed everything and spread a deadly virus or a disease. Alleged, allegedly <laughs> spread a deadly disease, so-called uh-huh. smallpox. Where's the smallpox now, Adam? Right? Uh-huh. Vaccine. Thank you. Thank you. Which was developed, uh, I mean, in a jiffy, with the with the help of John Smith, uh, uh, they and they Pocahontas ju- and Pocahontas, right? Then they they actually brought over the vaccine on the Mayflower, and uh, <laughs> you're such a, and the, you're such a schmuck. 
And the first story, the, sorry, the story of the first Thanksgiving was really just everybody handing out vaccines on a, on a silver <laughs> on a blanket. But, yeah. Right. But, but that's what they, but they called it maize back in the day. They didn't call them vaccines. They called it maize. God, I'm so excited to watch Adam, Adam's family uh, values on Thanksgiving day alone. Cause it's just going to be my parents and I. Right. Well, and, and, uh, it's a little sad because we can't, not that anybody ever came over. How many times did we invite you? I mean, we, you know how important Thanksgiving is to Heather and me. And we invited uh-huh. you year after year. After do you, do you year. want to know why? And I know why, but I think I know why. Go, you tell me why. Because Lisa and I had a long-standing tradition where we would make all of this food and then get incredibly drunk, pass out before we had most of the food while watching some god-awful movie, only to wake up at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and then have our Thanksgiving meal. And, and I really it, held it close to my heart. And it's true. And that that is a really good reason, especially since Lisa lived in the same building complex as you. Yeah, so she did, yeah for, she had for a few years, especially. Yeah. Right. All she had to do was stumble home. Um, right. Maybe. <laughs> so so I, I nothing to do with not wanting to go. It was just that we, she and I had a tradition for a long time and we loved it. So. And this year is going to be different. I, I don't. So the numbers are spiking, right? For COVID. And uh, <laughs> you can say that again. It's really not looking good. And Thanksgiving is in two weeks. I don't think our country is going to survive this holiday season because I can't tell you how many people are like. Nobody follows the rules. Yeah, everyone's just going to just going to do whatever the holy fuck they want. Right. Which I'm not trying to make anybody feel guilty. I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad. I I get it. I understand. We're exhausted. Of uh, we have fatigue. Fatigue. Right? We have right. um, quarantine fatigue. And uh, that was the name of the band that I started in high school. By the way, it was quarantine fatigue. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's going to be difficult to 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 keep those numbers down because you're going to just add gasoline to already a, a raging fire that being said adam can you tell me what are some of your favorite thanksgiving <laughs> traditions? Wow, what, a, what a pivot what a whiplash? Eh, no um okay. mashed potatoes mm-hmm. for sure mm. and in the last couple of years especially since i moved back from la stuffing my mother never made stuffing for thanksgiving just I, wasn't a I, thing I, I love stuffing. I think stuffing is my favorite part of of Thanksgiving. The first time I ever had stovetop stuffing or stuffing in general was in San Diego when Jeanette was living there. And I never thought to try it because my mom just never made it. And it is and was very delicious. Um, Yeah. I I love I love starch. stuffing a lot. I love starch. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. Carb starch. Mm-hmm. All those good things. Potatoes. Right. Uh, so, if, so would you say for you, it wouldn't be a Thanksgiving if you didn't have mashed potatoes or stuffing? Mm, mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do you, I mean, like, what do you use? Just regular mashed potatoes, with a bunch of butter and salt and, and So garlic? we use margarine because um, a lot of the times our kosher family is coming over. So we don't want to use oh. butter when there's turkey on the table. Uh-huh. And that's, that's a way around it, right? Right. Because margarine is uh, parv. 
Right, and and fake. But correct. It's plastic. Correct. No dairy in sight. If correct. anything, there's more dairy in the in the country crock container. Correct. That holds the right. margarine. Right. That beautiful brown. Oh, is it stunning? Oh, Who doesn't I love an earth tone? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the color we're going to paint our, our cars next year. Yum. Country crock brown. By the way, that brown has to come back because in the 70s and 80s, it was all the rage. Why don't they paint cars brown anymore? I, I have no idea. Because uh, it looks I, you like know, a suppository. About, that's why. Right, because it looks like caca. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, those those containers were a huge part of my of my life growing Online up. Online too, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm assuming your mom and everybody's mom did the same thing. Yeah, uh, it was which, a cheaper way to to get Tupperware instead of having right. a lady come into the house, right? Right, exactly. Uh, you you just put on, and then every time I was like, oh, we have margarine. It's like, nope, there's salsa right there. And I, for whatever reason, it was always salsa. And the thing that pissed me off most about it was it had the worst seal to it. So. I'm picking it up thinking it's going to weigh about a pound because it's margarine. So it's not very heavy. Right. And then it weighs about 10 pounds. So I completely, I drop and the it lid, and right. brown, mm-hmm. and it just goes everywhere. So I have in my mind, this beautiful mix of brown, crunchy crock, brown and salsa red. Mm. Uh, and that's just year round. Uh, I think for me, Thanksgiving would be, you know, you always do that before I even have a chance to say, and what about you? You just, I assume you're not going to say it. Oh, well, I was literally about to say, and what about you, Roger? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Adam. Okay, Roger, what dishes or, or food would not be complete at Thanksgiving? Or what, <laughs> what would... <laughs> now you find made me nervous. Find your way out of it, asshole. Go ahead. You try and find your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Finish the <laughs> sentence. <laughs> what food... Could you not imagine your Thanksgiving not have? Good, Adam. Good job. We're well, you all stumbled proud me. Of Thank you. you so much. Everybody give Adam a round of applause wherever you are. He's going to hear it. Thank you. Uh, I, I love, well, here's the thing. I have two kinds of memories from Thanksgiving. When I was growing up, Mexican households didn't really have Thanksgiving. Like that wasn't a thing. So we didn't have turkey and, and whatnot. Uh, we would have cochinita which is a big pork shoulder uh, mm. that's cooked in a very traditional uh, Mexican way where my, where my mom's from. And then we would have that with pan frances, which is essentially like little Mexican bread baguettes. And uh, that would be our Thanksgiving. So and if we had very that, grand biscuits? No, ma- ha- handmade panaderia. <laughs> uh, kidding. Bread. I'm kidding. Yes. But, but funnily, we did actually, if we did buy anything it, uh, from not like Mexican store, it would be the Hawaiian sweet roll. King's bread. Hawaiian. Uh-huh. Oh, Yum. So good. And then so it would good. be country crock. So, so, and mashed potatoes would come from a box. Uh, fast forward, I don't know how many years, I met Heather and I was like, oh, cool. We, we can do Thanksgiving at, at my house. And we can do we a white go- Thanksgiving. Oh. Well, well, no, I was like, cool, we'll do Thanksgiving. Let's go out. We have to buy the stovetop. We have to buy the the mashed potatoes, uh, instant mix, and Heather nearly plots. She's uh-huh. like, no, 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 no. None of it is going to come from, from a box for us. So now, and most recently, everything that we make is from scratch. Uh, wow, really? God bless you every- guys. Uh, and we've Ugh. tried, we, we've tried various, I mean, so the stuffing, we buy the bread a few days in advance and we cut it up and it stales and then we break it up and use that for our stuffing, uh, add in the celery and the onion and all that. Uh, we do you add meat to your stuffing? No, no okay. we don't do that. 
Uh, I've wanted to try that, but every year, every year rolls around and I go, eh, let's just, because we never have anybody over. We want to have people over, but it just never ends up happening. But Lisa and I never show up. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, so it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go all out for three people, uh, this year for, uh, but so no, I just, I just do regular stuff okay. and right. we, Fair enough. we do mashed potatoes and I used to do the yams, but again, it's too much work, but I do make a mean cranberry sauce from scratch. Mm-hmm. From scratch. Oh, what a waste. Why? Nobody likes it anyway. Ah, uh, I beg to differ. I'm not a big cranberry sauce person. Although my so mom makes you- this weird fruit cocktail thing with uh, ocean spray cranberry sauce and mandarin oranges and pineapple mm-hmm. all blended together. It's very Yummy. good. Uh, I think that that what I You're do right. is it's very it's very popular. I'm sorry. Well, what I do is the day after, I will will buy bread or we'll have bread, uh, and then we'll I'll mix in the cranberry sauce with mayonnaise and use that as a spread, and then you put the turkey and then the mashed potatoes and the stuffing, and then you have a Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Very similar to what Jeanette does. What does she do? Almost the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> You have no idea. No, very similar. Same, same kind of thing. Yeah, she and her mom. And that was the first time I had stuffing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I love it. And I think here's the thing about Thanksgiving is a lot of people have bad memories that they don't like it. I mean, especially during. Oh, the, I love you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah, I love it because I think people, they get together with their families and there's always this. Oh, when are you getting married? Sure. Right, right. You're never going to move out of your parents' yeah. house. Right, exactly. Are you going to stop drinking? Mm-hmm. Well, not on Thanksgiving. I don't think anybody stops drinking on Thanksgiving. Uh, if anything, I think everybody start... picks it up again. Yeah. Uh, and I think the night before Thanksgiving, so the Wednesday before Thanksgiving is the high... the like, Survivor the, the Series day. for WWE. That's right. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to go there, but yeah, sure. <laughs> why not? No, that's the, the day where... To be, yeah. I don't think it is anymore. It's probably on a Sunday. <sighs> Whatever. Anyway, that's the day where people go out drinking the most because they're all, or not at the most, but they're at home and like bars are, are raging and you don't have anything to do on Thanksgiving. They're all realizing that the Menendez brothers weren't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you going to murder your, your parents this year? Uh, no comment. Wow. I think that, uh, well, if this is going to be, uh, exhibit, <laughs> eh, a, we're fine. your honor, your honor, this is exhibit a, no, Adam I'd love my parents. I do. I do too. I, I love your parents. I would kill to have a, a Thanksgiving dinner at your parents' house. I feel like your mom would make a really good Turkey. Uh, it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys cook yours? I think that'll be the last thing we, we talk about. How do you cook your Turkey? Uh, my mom puts nothing in it on top. She does like garlic powder and paprika the same way she makes like a rotisserie or, or roasted chicken, Mm -hmm. garlic powder, onion powder, paprika, and then it just goes in the oven. It's very good. Mm. It's very good. See, Mm -hmm. this is why, this is why I always just go ahead and say it because I, I had a nice pause there waiting for you to say. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Roger, how do you make your Thanksgiving Oh, sorry. No, I was sending you a text, actually. So look at your phone when you can. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, how do you make your turkey? (laughs) Uh, Well, recently. You shit. One year. (laughs) One year, we made uh, uh, dueling turkeys, Heather and I did, to see who would win. Uh, I think (laughs) one of them won on moistness and the other one won on, sorry, moist. Moist. Uh, and Moist. the other one won on, <laughs> on flavor. And then uh, I we recently what we've started doing is we've started deep frying our turkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really good in peanut oil. Mm-hmm. Does it have peanuts in it? <laughs> Sorry, there are peanuts in this. <laughs> but does it taste like peanuts? It doesn't. No, but it has a nice, beautiful, golden, crispy outside. I love it. I love. I love a, uh, I love a fried turkey. I do. Mm. I think everybody's going to be hungry after this one. Uh, we and then and then for Thanksgiving we would regularly Samantha, you, me, uh, Heather would all go Black Friday shopping because everything was open at midnight. When we all lived close to each other, we'd say, "Okay, hey, we'll meet you at eleven. We're going to go to the Old Navy, and then we're going to go to the Target." Right. Remember that we walked around the mall at two a.m. I I do. Yeah. What a fun time. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> it's about that time. Yeah. We're I gonna, need a nap. What? You need a nap? I do. We're going we're gonna to pack it in. We're going to say, Avita Zayn, Gesundheit, good night. Uh, this good has morrow. been Good morrow. Uh, follow us on all our socials. Drop us a line. Drop us an email. Thank you again to Jason for uh, recording and creating songs for us to use. Yes, thank you, uh, babe. And this is Rahelio reminding you to murder your minks. Uh, until next time. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> but don't murder your parents. That's right. I'm Rahelio Roscoe. I'm Adam Goldberg. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. Bye.